Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. And if this is your first time pushing play, I want you to know that you are so welcomed here. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, blogger, speaker, and I do like to run. We all need a little encouragement on the good and not so good days to lift us up and onward. That's my hope for you, that you will be so encouraged and know that with God, nothing is impossible. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Be Encouraged podcast. You are listening to episode number 80 and you guys, it's just me and you here and what a journey it has been so far. You know, I've learned a lot, a lot from all these incredible testimonies and stories and um, and you guys just showing up in this community. It has been so meaningful to me and I'm so inspired by you all. The purpose of each of these episodes, you guys, is to make sure that you guys are feeling encouraged, encouraged in your day-to-day life. And faith, yes, it is a vibrant thread that gets woven into each episode because to me, that's the thread that keeps it all together in every season, in each moment, and in every chapter, much like the Bible. And I wonder what different threads or like values or goals, people, or even different colors of seasons that you've had in your own life that have been woven together into your own very own quilt that represents your life. You know, I dare you before this episode even begins to think and have this nostalgic moment with me to pause in this episode or even after this episode and to think about what would be threaded on your quilt. What mile marker moments have shaped you, changed you, formed you, created you? And what would you be celebrating today in each of those pieces or patchwork of your quilt? You know, would you be standing in awe of the goodness and the wonder that God has threaded through your life? Is there a breakthrough that you've overcome? Is there a breakthrough that you know, you know, you know God is God and you're praising him anyway in this moment? You know, I don't know what's in store for you. I don't know what's a part of this quilt, but I know that you are going to be so encouraged on this episode. So grab your cup of coffee, get on your walk or run, but wherever you guys are, listen in and be encouraged. Okay, you guys, so what stories would you tell me? What stories, you know, would are you thinking of right now as I was just kind of unpacking that a little bit? You know, what stories would you tell me about, I don't know, what you were doing 10 years ago, five years ago, or even in the beginning of this year? What things were stirring in your heart and now you get to celebrate them? You are on the other side or maybe you went through a really rough season, rough patch, and now you're on the other side. Or maybe during that rough season, there were things to celebrate in the during that season anyway. What experiences you guys have changed you for the better? I really want you to think about that. Journal it out if you have to. If you need to, you know, come back to this episode and get a pencil and paper or whatever it might be, pen, some scratch paper. I think it's really important that you hone in on those experiences, those life celebrations, even through what you might some people might consider uh, messy, right? There's still some monumental moments that we can go through and celebrate um, even in the day-to-day. So I think that's necessary in order to keep our focus onward for whatever goal you might want to be reaching this this year. Maybe you set some goals in the beginning of this year and now we're heading into a new season. It's summer. Uh, maybe you want to clarify those things for yourself and better understand them so that you can catapult yourself onward. You know what I mean? 
Um, or maybe it's perhaps it isn't necessarily a circumstance or a goal that you have in mind, but rather relationships. You know, maybe something you can think about is how have the relationships that you've had over the past 10, 5 years, or even in this past, I don't know, 6 months, how has that been impactful in your life? I mean, I want you to think about those things. I think when you think about those hard questions, you start to uh, reminisce and it becomes nostalgic and you start to, you can't help but smile. Like, yes, there may be times like, oh gosh, I couldn't, like that really was a hard time, but I really want you to focus on the good. I really want you to figure out what is, what were those times you felt that gentleness or what those times that you felt that pure joy or that time that you had to, you know, kind of humble yourself and have humility, but God bless you for it. When was that time that you chose not to lash out with your temper, but be slow to anger? How did your kids respond to that? What were those moments of kindness or when you treated others, how they wanted to be treated and how that work out for you? Or when you extended forgiveness when, yeah, you probably shouldn't have, right? The world might say, oh, hold on to that. But you did and it covered it all. And now you're coming out on the other side and it was that step and that leap of faith of forgiving that person. You know, I think that's just all those things are worthy. Those things that are good are pleasing to God because those are the fruits that come and glorify him. And the more that you tell about the goodness of God that you've seen in your life, let me just tell you, it's going to help somebody else see the good in their life because sometimes we get tangled up, it gets messy and we can't pull out the good. It's kind of hard to see it through all the entanglement of things that we go through in the in the week, in the day, in the year and throughout past decades, right? So if we keep speaking life towards others and we we speak life to ourselves of what is good, man, what good can come from that, right? We can build each other up in need. And I love that, you know, in Ephesians 4.29, it says, no foul language should come from your mouth, but only what is good for building up someone in need so that it gives grace to someone who hears. Now, listen up. I want you to hear. I want you to be built up. And I'm not talking about no foul language, meaning like you, you can't, you know, curse or something, you know, like I'm not talking about that kind of foul language. I'm talking about sometimes we can get so entangled in the negativity of the things that we aren't or the things that we haven't accomplished or the things that we didn't do or things that, you know, just keep us back or hold us back. But God is saying here, what is good? Keep your eyes focused on what is good for building up someone in, because that could be used towards building someone up in need. It's giving grace to somebody else who hears it. And I think that is so important because I want you guys all to feel that too. I want you guys to come out and and just be, to me, making the most out of your day, out of this day, um, whatever moment, whatever you're facing. So I think just taking that step back and thinking about that quilt, you guys, of what you might have um, woven into that. And you know, recently I was just reading the book called Chasing Wonder. And I, I know I read it last year, but it's always good to go back and reread. I always tell my students that. And it still works for adults. There are times I'm like, you know what? It would be good to pick that one back up. I know how I felt when I read that. And, you know, Ginger Stachy, she's such a good author. She just has such a fun um, – Anyway, reading style, I, I easy to read, but she's also fun. Like she doesn't take herself so seriously where you're like getting lost in her words. Um, so anyway, side note, if you want a good summer book, Chasing Wonder, that is for sure a good one to spark some adventure and wonder in your life. I know you'll love it. But as I was rereading it, I felt like there was a certain paragraph that really just 
I mean, I highlighted it. It was it popped off the page because I really felt like it tied beautifully into thinking about the quilt and the different stories that we could tell one another. Um, you know, that we're proud of this patchwork that was threaded together and woven together and uniquely, you know, put into its place. You know, Ginger wrote in her book called T.C. Wonder this very quote, and it says, I want to have many stories to tell, and I hope you do too. Great stories mean we are more than just existing. We're wholeheartedly invested living life to the fullest, and successfully chasing wonder. We're experiencing God's grace, mercy, and character in deeper ways, bringing the Bible to life. You are creating your own stories every day, and sometimes the simple stories, not the earth-shattering miracles that impact people the most. Oh, so good, right? They impact people the most. Our stories are much like that quilt that think about your day. Think, I want you to think at the end of today or whatever day, maybe you're re- listening to this at the end of the day. Think about it. What would be a part of that design? What would be something that you pictured that is worth celebrating and putting on the map, putting it right there and quilting it together and writing it out? Because I guarantee there is something of good and of pure joy that happened today. It may not have been in all of the day. I mean, that's life, right? But there was still, I'm sure, something good that you could have grabbed a hold of and threaded a piece of it for today. You know, quilting started a really long time ago. In fact, it actually started ancient Egypt of a statue of an ancient Egypt pharaoh. And then it became even more evident in Europe through a time where it was discovered in the 12th century that the crusaders actually wore quilted garments under their armor for like warmth, protection, and comfort. And the word quilt, you guys get this, stems from a Latin word. And it's spelled C-U-L-C-I-T-A, which means mattress or cushion. You know I'm not going to try and pronounce that because I'll butcher it. But it means mattress or cushion, which dates back to even like later, like 1300 BC or something like that. And I think it's just so interesting because not only does it come from different materials and fabrics, but even in early, you know, America tradition, um, or even in the Amish today, or um, Pennsylvania Dutch, or just in earlier, earlier centuries, but later centuries, like 19th century, um, it became a tradition to pass it down from one family to another on how to make a quilt and the different types of techniques to make the quilt. And every family had their own different design. And I love that so much because much like our stories that we tell and the stories that we remember and the stories that stick out to us and the stories that make us laugh when we were kids and in childhood or stories that, you know, uh, we grew up, you know, telling or, you know, when you drive past that certain road in your hometown, like you have a story for that particular house or for that particular school or field or whatever it might be. And it just makes you smile. And I love that because it's all part of, you know, um, what maybe you value and may you smile. And, you know, much like when we tell our stories of struggle, there are also days that we'd say or things that we talk about that are the glory days. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I say the glory days, what comes to mind, right? Maybe it's your high school friends, your college friends, or your friends right now, or your mom friends. You know, 
you weave it all together, leaving no piece wasted. Maybe it's your marriage that you just, oh, remember when we were first married or remember when we first had our baby? Like all of these little nostalgic moments kind of get weaved together through it. And sometimes, sure, yeah, those moments are filled with treasure. Maybe they're moments of strain and refining. And it's still all used to create the pieces of who you are today. So when you sit back and you hang up your quilt and you hold it up and you're in awe of how it beca- how it was pieced together, because I don't know if you've ever seen a quilt. It is so intricate, you guys. I was just recently at um, this foundation. Um, we had this wonderful like dinner and you know that supported this charity called the One Wish Foundation. If you don't know anything about the One Wish Foundation, I suggest you go check it out because it's because it's amazing. It helps kids with, you know. Uh, diagnosis that are either terminal diagnosis or you know, things that are really tough they're going through. It's kind of like Make-A-Wish, um, but One Wish Foundation, and they are just fantastic. Anyway, just recently went to um, an auction and where you could put in like for baskets, money in for baskets, and it helps raise money for this organization. And one of the things that they had was this quilt. And I remember I was like looking at the quilt and my husband's like, you want that? I'm like, yeah, let's put in something for it. He's like, oh, it's not our style at all. I was like, yes, but I love, I love that it's like this person who took time to make this huge quilt thought about each patch and where it would go and how we threaded together and how it would be um, designed. And I just love each different part that she added. It meant something to what the foundation stood for. And I just felt like that was just so beautiful. And so anyway, I uh, put in some tickets. I didn't win, but I love a story of a quilt. I love what the quilt maker is doing because it's just something so personal to them, right? And our stories are so personal to us. I might go down that same road that I drove past when I was a kid and I'm telling my husband, like reminiscing and telling him, oh, this is the place where we used to play. Um, And he's like, okay. (laughs) It doesn't mean the same for him as it does for me. Like those stories are special, right? Those are the stories that can make us laugh. Like, you know, oh, that's the hill I went down and I landed on it wrong when we were sledding. And you know, I was in a cast for, you know, a few months when in fifth grade, I couldn't write with my right hand. Like just ridiculous things, right? That you remember as a kid or growing up and they, but yet they bring you joy. You see the warmth and the protection, the comfort those stories bring you much like a quilt. And I love that the crusaders, that, and I, the, why I guess I brought that up too about the crusaders was that the crusaders wore the quilted garments under their armor for the warmth and protection and comfort. It's almost like, you know, sometimes we have this hard exterior of like, I'm not going to let people in. I'm not going to let them know my story. But when we do, it might just be that warmth that we extend to somebody else. And it might be that comfort that we extend to somebody else. And um, I just love thinking about that, I guess, and that God gives us these stories and wraps us up in them um, for his glory, you know. So I find that to be so special, Hope. And here's at least a few moments of my own life. I'm just going to spell out for you here that I've seen the goodness of God and that has helped me through and it's given me so much joy. And when I look back at it, I just want to squeeze it and hug it. I just want to hug that quilt, that blanket so much. (laughs) So for me, I just, I think one of my earliest memories of what maybe my quilt would be like is generosity and just remembering to give towards others because it made a really big impact when we were facing some difficulties. My parents were facing some difficulties and there was nothing in our pantries. And I mean nothing in our pantries. And um, and 
nothing in the refrigerator, nothing in the, you know, the freezer. And I remember crying in my mom's arms going, but there's no snacks. I'm hungry. And my mom was just in tears. You know, my dad had just lost his job. We were trying to make it work. And um, it just wasn't um, – you know, something I think my mom wanted to to face or that we all wanted to face, you know, and obviously nobody wants to go through that uh, moments of watching your kid be hungry. And, um, and there I was. And so my mom, the next day, I'll never forget it. We had two big boxes and I'm not talking about like little like grocery bag, like two huge boxes filled of food on our doorstep. My aunts and my mom's cousins and uncles pulled together care packages from our family. And it was – I think it taught me something back then that, like I said, the love of family when it just meets those needs. Like God knew what we needed and he could have just – you know. My mom's cousins could have just filled it up with, you know, all the necessities, but they filled it up with fruit roll-ups and the junk stuff and the fun stuff for my sister and I. Like they didn't have to do it, but they went above and beyond. So it reminds me to when I'm generous to be above and beyond because it makes an impact on that person receiving that, um, knowing that they're valued. And uh, just it was so personal, so sweet that they did that. And, um, you know, although we got through that time – Um, those care packages, I look forward to them and I was thankful for them in those moments. You know, another piece of my quilt uh, would be as a teenager, I think was, you know, my parents, they also were having like a hard time, you know, with a rebellious teenager. Um, You know, my sister was was not the easiest and I know she would probably admit that. So I think it's safe to say that. Um, But I didn't want to get caught up in the drama, so to speak, as a kid. And I really wanted to escape. And I had a family that I babysat for often. And they literally became like my home away from home. Um, And they – I feel like God placed them in my life to keep me focused on goals, to keep me focused on making good decisions, um, to support me in areas that I felt like maybe I wasn't supported or didn't even know I was lacking, but I felt like I was lacking. And now I can look back and go, oh, Lord, you you filled up all the holes where I felt um, insecure or um, you know, I needed that comfort or that safety net. And he was so – faithful to provide me of those things um, and for, for through that family. And I'm just so thankful that I got to see uh, another way to parent as well and um, to set goals for myself. It was just such a blessing to be around, but like to have my family and to have this family. It just, it meshed so well. So I was really thankful for that. That would definitely be a part of my patchwork. Another part of my patchwork would be, I think, you know, going up through middle school and college and, you know, running. Running would be something that, oh my goodness – would be so special to me. You know, there are so many happy moments and people that I've met in the running community and um, from young to old, from the rising sunsets or the rising sun rises to the sunsets and each image of the conversations with friends, they just filled up my bucket. It just running today gives me so much of a fresh perspective. It allows me, yes, it does all those good things of releasing all of the stress of the day and teaches me many life lessons. But um, I guess I'm just so thankful for the people that I forge relationships with when I am running and running with a team. And it just reminds me that you can't do things alone and you have to help each other along in your journeys no matter what pace you're at. And you know, another moment I think I'd, I'd definitely put on this is becoming a mom. You know, I picture this quilt to have like just a mom and a dad holding their baby and looking down at them and all because that is 
that is what I picture in this quilt. And this quilt, you guys, it just stirs up so many emotions from the nine months of it. Um, you know, it just flipped up my world upside down. I was a young college girl and, um, you know, not really having a, a big future <laughs> in sight. And within one year, the Lord was so faithful and changed my life um, from being, you know, not a mom to a mom and being a wife um, really worked on, you know, my husband and my heart, my, our relationship and just built a foundation that has been um, such a sweet um, place of like it's such a sweet thing to remember Grant and I back then. It's so sweet to remember the valleys and the mountains highs that were so intense and so incredible. And I will never forget God coming in and saving us and changing us and and making room in our lives um, and to help us to be the parents that I know that he's called us to be. And I will never forget the support that I felt and love that I felt when life just simply was not easy. Um, but God was so faithful to see us through it. And so when I look at that picture, I just think of such love and hope and what a blessing. And, you know, with that, you know, comes so much more joy just being her mom, you know. Um, she's my firstborn and I just am so thankful um, for the pride and joys that I felt and, you know, her creativity and her beauty and the stages that she's gone through. I mean, just so many wonderful first moments that I've had treasured up um, because of her. And I'm just so thankful. I would just play all of those first moments that I got to experience with her because I just thank God for it. And I thank God for, you know, my second child as well because, you know, she came on our own time. You ever have a kid that just does what, you know, their own time. That was my Ella when she came. Oh my goodness. It was a day early and she's supposed to be a C-section and she was born naturally. And it was this prayer in my heart. I didn't want to have another C-section. Just God knew. He like, he knows. And she's always keeping me on my toes. And like that moment, you know, she told me that um, she wanted to be baptized recently. She told me, mom, I'm going to be baptized. I want to be baptized. And like, like I said, keep me on my toes. And we had a crazy year you know, her pap just passed away and she got the chance to speak up in front of a crowd and tell that her story from that. You know, she said it was so wonderful. She said she knows he can be trusted. He comforted her while she was there all along during the hardest parts of her life. And my favorite was when she said, and there are going to be times that he calls us to follow him and I've got to follow him. And my heart melts every time when I think about it. I could cry just thinking about it because she's so brave and bold and taking this leap of faith and declaration to her friends and her family and just reminding me to never hold back when it comes to following him, that he can be trusted. And then there's my Luke who, oh my goodness, he prayed for. We wanted a, a boy, but I think we'd be happy either way. But let me just tell you, before we we cut that final cut of the cake, when we did the cake reveal, I just was already talking myself into, it's going to be pink. It's going to be pink. It's going to be a girl. It's okay. Three girls. It's okay. <laughs> so when we saw the boy, the color, the blue, I just about, my eyes popped out of my head. And it was a boy. Oh, boy. It was a boy. And he's been melting my heart ever since. And he's just so funny and lighthearted. And he's definitely the jokester that keeps us all laughing in this family. Um, he loves what his dad does. And he loves God so much. I just ugh, melts my heart. So I guess those are all the pieces of the quilt that would I would place there from uh, childhood to um, reminding me to be generous, reminding me that God is faithful, reminding me that he is love and that he's worthy to to even put together a design a, the, or put together the desires of our hearts 
when uh, we so want them. He just can do it in the most beautiful pattern that we've ever felt. And I think when you look at those pieces of your quilt, I sure hope that you see it is incredible. And if you dare to look back at that patchwork that was threaded together, I bet you'll see God's hand somewhere in it, much like myself. So when the world gets confusing or foggy or downright depressing, you can pick up this quilt that you remember. You can pick up the quilt and the patchwork that you see and the thread and thread a new adventure. I dare you to thread new experiences. And, you know, as you think of the past, think of the comfort, the hope and the faith and the encouragement. Know that that is in store for you as you start to thread together new pieces. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening to my heart on that. And I just hope that whatever you're going through, just remember to celebrate life because it's so good, not only on the great days, but the not so great days to know that you can walk into the unknown and onward. Have a great week, everybody. Wait, 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 wait right there. Hey friends, were you encouraged today? Let's that speak to you in some way? Do you feel that urge to share? Do you feel that urge to write a review? Do you feel the urge to click subscribe? Then do it. Yes, do all of those things. And you can easily find me at Jackie B Inspiring on Instagram. That's J-A-C-K-I-E-B-I-N-S-P-I-R-I-N-G. You know, it helps me out a lot when you share this content with your friends and family and when you subscribe. And if you were to write a raving review that even boosts this podcast right now, wherever you can find it. So I appreciate that so much because I know you guys have a lot on your plate and you have so many different things going on, but you made time today to listen in. And I am so grateful for all of that. I want to say thank you. And I hope you guys have a great week. Be encouraged, you guys. Onward. <laughs>